It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. And we are back for another week of sports. Welcome into the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I'm Jay Crawford. I'm wondering if the Guardians can petition Major League Baseball (laughs) to go back on the road. Has that ever (laughs) happened? We'll talk about the Guardians Mm. coming up. G. Bush in the building. This thing about to get hot and heavy. Deshaun Watson trial on Tuesday. Will the NFL fold? Will the Players Association hit the nuclear launch codes? I think so. I'm Jason Lloyd, and the Houston Texans are now officially in part of the lawsuit. Uh, Tony Busby just this morning issued a statement that announcing that he has filed his first lawsuit of what could be many against the Houston Texans for their role in this Deshaun Watson scandal. Stay tuned. There's plenty more to come. B. Sellers here, and I just want to say like the kids, could my man my man's, uh, Mayfield be back under center again for the Browns. <laughs> my man's Mayfield could be back under center no. again for the Browns. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Enough. Jason's still short. You guys are lost in the soup on this I'm one. I'm sitting on a pillow. It's I'm not still, helping. I am a former NBA big man Joe Barry Carroll. And would you believe that <laughs> no, the Golden not. State Warriors acquired me for the Chief Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale? What the hell are they thinking? One of the worst trades in NBA history. <laughs> man, that's a throwback. By the way, I saw Top Gun this weekend. Anybody see it yet? Yeah. That's great. You saw the only one? That was awesome. That was awesome. Better awesome. than the first one? Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. I think I so. I have not heard okay, that's that. That's high for a long time. time. I was at, it was good. It was, Tom yeah, Cruise looks like he aged two years. It's creepy. Yeah, He's I know. creepy. I'll have what he's having. And and the guy, yeah. Goose's son, yeah. who is no relative to right. Anthony Edwards. Miles Teller, the actor. like a separated at birth twin. They had like the perfect mustache. It's really bizarre. Yeah, the super cheesy, skinny, weird mustache. Yes, yeah. it was phenomenal. He, he, Excellent he, he, movie. He looks just like him. All right, we're going to come back to um, to all of these things throughout mm. the program. Before we get started today, though, Mikey, I want you, you've got a very special announcement. Stevie, our director, um, had a big weekend this weekend. What happened? Yeah, so first off, show note, we passed 8,000 YouTube subscribers. So shout out to all you guys, your families, tell everyone to keep subscribing. But more importantly, my man, Stevie Buckets, a.k.a. Director Steve, a.k.a. the Michael Jordan of directing, won his 25th and 26th Emmys. The total number of Emmys in the back to 26. I'm on his coattails. It's like Horace Grant and Michael Jordan combining for 60 points. Me and Stevie Buckets got 26 Emmys in the house with an asterisk because I got yeah. a couple AP and college awards. But shout out Stevie Buckets. I've heard they're going to change the name of the Emmy to the Stevie. Damn. Is that true? The Stevie Buckets? Yeah. Mm. I also, think Steve, have you ever scored a basket in your life? Is Stevie Buckets no appropriate? <laughs> he said no if you couldn't no hear chance. it, but I kind of like Stevie Buckets. I do too. Listen, he's a phenomenal director. At, we are really yes. lucky to have him. He kind of fell into our lap because yeah. he was retiring from his day job, and we were like, hey, over here. Um, but Stevie, Stevie I promise the, you that's not your last Emmy. No, okay? but, but Steve was I the kid you. at the schoolyard who would show up with, like, uh, cargo pants and, like, boots and he was the last guy picked for, for, for basketball. There's no no offense, Steve. But but he was smart enough to be the substitute. That's right. But instead, yeah. <laughs> while those dummies are all, you know, homeless now, he's uh, picking up 26. Oh, Steve, Steve was smart enough to be the free agent. Like, I'm a free agent <laughs> here. Yeah. Hey, right. he played it well. He hey, you ain't retired well. either, dog. He needs me. I will he show up at your crib. <laughs> yeah, there's no retirement what for you, you talking about? It's 26 and counting, by the way. 26. How 26 many years have counting. you been doing this, Stevie? About 40. Damn, all right, that's not a bad a ratio. Mm-mm. That's that's not a bad ratio at all. He's Congratulations. More by the end of UCSS I know in too. one of the categories, he knew he was going to win. So when he headed to Indianapolis, he knew he was coming back with hardware. Yeah. But it's, he picked up two. It's double his age, I think, as I've been actually doing <laughs> this. Yeah. 
give it a perspective there. So. That's all right. Well, we, we love to have you. We're, we're, we're thrilled to have you. And Steve, did you slap anybody in the face on the dais? I, I, no, I did not. I did not. <laughs> and nor did he get slapped. No, okay. Key. Don't, yeah. he, by the way, and, and we got some big news to get to today, though. Let's. Yeah. Let's talk Watson. Okay, go yeah, on. we've got to get monumental. right to this. We've been waiting for well, this. We Let, have. Let's get to it. And it looks like that uh, we're closer to the end now because we know that the hearing is going to happen. So here's, what, here's how this is going to go down according to multiple reports. Tomorrow, Watson will get his opportunity to talk to Sue Robinson. She, of course, is the discipli- disciplinary officer that uh, has been chosen by the NFL to listen to player disciplinary cases. This is the first time that she'll actually make a ruling. So we don't really have a body of work or a precedent to see whether she's going to be extra harsh, extra lenient. We don't know. Her background is she was a former judge in, I believe, the Delaware district. And most of her cases uh, surrounded on patent disputes. So this is somewhat new to her. But here's the way it's going to go down. The league is going to push for what they believe the penalty should be. And the NFL PA or Deshaun Watson will uh, push his side. What, what he thinks the punishment should be. This could go a lot of different ways. Sue Robinson can say nothing done here. That was egregious. No penalty. And if that's what she says, then this is a done deal. She could recommend one penalty and the NFL could rep- uh, could recommend one. That's, more harsh and the word is it's going to be between a year to an indefinite suspension so and the fact that that leaked from the league you you can bet that that's probably where they're going here then she can decide she can pick one in the middle and if if Deshaun Watson wants to appeal he can the interesting thing that really makes us feel like a kangaroo court is if the NFL wants to appeal the appeal is heard by Roger Goodell Right. So that that to me seems like it's very kangaroo courtish. But we've speculated how this thing might play out all yeah. along. And it almost feels like it's going according to script. You almost expect that the league's going to ask for one year or indefinite. The NFLPA will ask for four games and perhaps they could end up right in the middle eight games or somewhere somewhere in between. Bull, yeah, I, I'll apologize if I'm wrong, but I think this is one coordinated effort by the NFL. It feels that way. I don't believe for a minute he's going to be suspended indefinitely. I don't think the league wants to suspend him indefinitely. This is one giant fraud, and all these big-time NFL beat reporters are being conned, essentially, I, as I see it. They're giving this information. The NFL is putting out this information because the NFL wants to look as if they're going to be as tough as they possibly can. Right. We wanted but, a year, but right. Sue intervened. And, they, you know, she intervened, and, we, you know, we don't want a, 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 long, a long battle with the NFLPA. And I, I think, or maybe it's just what I'm hoping is the case, but I think that's the case. It doesn't benefit the NFL to have an indefinite suspension. It doesn't benefit, obviously doesn't benefit the Browns. Doesn't benefit, I don't, who does it benefit? Who benefits from an indefinite suspension? Well, the, the, the groups that are screaming for a harsh punishment. Here. People are screaming. Listen, you can scream all you want, right? We, we had a court decision last week that people, myself included, are screaming about. We're all wasting our time. You have to yeah. make change. If you want things to change, you actually have to do something about it. You can't protest. You can't sing God Bless America on the steps of Congress. That stuff's all. You can't tweet about it. Oh, I, I've done it. It's all a waste of time. If you want something to change, you actually got to do something about it. You got to take real steps. So those people can scream and yell if Deshaun Watson's only suspended for four or eight games all they want. Their yelling's going to do nothing, going to change nothing. Everybody's going to consume the NFL as they always have. The league will not be negatively. They could not suspend Deshaun Watson at all. Zero games. And the league, there would be, in my opinion, there would be zero negative effect to the league financially. Maybe, you know, some people would complain about it. But ultimately, there'd be almost nobody that would stop watching football because of it. That's the reality. The league would lose no money. And so the whole thing's a farce at this point. I, I don't buy that the league really wants to come down on him hard. I don't think they will ultimately. It's all for optics. I think so. Brad? Well, I, I've said this a long time. That this has been on a collision course since the beginning, right? And so the, the NFL has one position to take, and it's going to be this hard hammer. They're going to try to drop on tomorrow. And then Watson's position is going to be that, no, let's go back and bring in the other factors here. So let's talk about the other factors, right? Watson, as I said before, this is in the middle of the game. The game hasn't even ended yet, right? So they're going to make a decision beforehand. So now you've got some cards that are going to be played. 
This is less about Watson as, as it relates to the NFL Players Association. I, I, I think it's more about the other players because there's some there's some grievances here, right? Because from the player side, players feel like the league has not been a true just player here, right? There's some grievances held on other cases. There were players that felt like they were maligned in the system, right? right. The system worked against them, right? And if the NFL teases this thing up, right, this is what's going to come to the forefront. They're going to be the ones advocating behind the scenes because they want some justice. And I was telling G. Bush off the scene that NBA used to be like that. When I first got in the NBA, it was just like that. Yes, the player, the owners had total control over everything, and you know it has changed. But it took us a while to get there, and it changed for the fact that you you just wanted some equity here, right? Fairness here. And I'm not sure the way this thing is situated in in in, in today's hearing or tomorrow's hearing. There's equity here, right? You can't tell me that you give Sue Robinson a chance to be the judge here because she should be the arbitrator here, right? Well, she make a decision. I don't like decision. And guess what it comes back to? It comes back to Gridale, right? So who really running the show? Yeah, the then, hierarchy seems like, then, like then, it's, a, it's a bent playing field from the very beginning. Yeah. And then you talk about this. You think about the other pressure she's under. Here's a, here's, here's a, here's an African-American woman that's a, that's a judge, right? Sure. Adjudicated case against an African American man, right? So she's got some external pressure, whether true or, or not true, a real or perceived. Uh, un, un, it's it's sitting out here, right? They're like, I, oh, I think gonna, it's real. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna do you're gonna do you're gonna do this, huh? Right? So you've got some other factors here that are gonna come into play here, and that's, I, I'm very interested to see how far the NFL goes with this because this could get quite ugly here, and yeah. it's been it's been pent up for a while. And that's where G. Bush is going, and G. Bush will get to you in a second. But we'll go around the horn this way, Jason. I don't know what to think anymore. I'll, yeah. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm just, I've thought all along, I've maintained it was going to be six to eight games. No one ever told me that. That was just my personal opinion based on the fact that he was not put on the exempt list. If it was going to be a year, then why do you just put him on the exempt list in the first place? And, and listen, if it's a year, the Browns look awful in this. Someone had a massive miscalculation. And I think you have to start asking questions of who's going to pay the price for that. Who's sure. going to get, who's going to, it's going to cost somebody their job somewhere. It's, it's a year is, just a disaster for them. But 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 how if it went all the way to because Jimmy Haslam and D Haslam said we're good on this. Yeah, but so, I, my point is somebody made a massive miscalculation because the the Browns we can't when, fire the owner when they no you can't when they first made the trade though the feeling in the organization was this was not going to be a debilitating type of penalty. But just, yeah. a year is a debilitating type of. Jason, penalty. let me ask you a question. Did they do a miscalculation? Look at his salary for this year. They gave him forty-six million. So the salary, the the, the first For year, year one is one million. One million dollars. Yeah, gave a forty-five million dollars signing bonus. So, but but here the one million because it, it, when when I see that it tells me that somebody anticipated that this thing could get give me the long well, range. Well, isn't that a safety net though? It's, it's a suspension. It's, 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 but a six-game suspension or eight-game suspension yeah. is a lot different than an entire year. There's no they question. Could, they could look at six or eight games. This and organization say, go, is thrown into neutral if this is for one yeah. year. The whole organization. Yeah. I would built the win now. I would argue reverse if this is a year. You, you, no, you, you, lost you could an be right. Year. No, you could and be right. Team built because the clock keeps ticking which, on everybody which, else. That's exactly which goes, right. Which brings me back to my thing. <laughs> my man's Mayfield under center here. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. Hold on to that thought. Here's the, if, if the league really wants a year, they can get a year because Sue, I, I would be, first of all, would anyone else be flabbergasted if Sue Robinson rules no punishment? I would be. I'd be stunned. It would be stunning. I'd be stunned. There was no I'd, way she could, even get, that she could even get that off. So, okay, so <laughs> once that door is open, the NFL could change it to whatever they want. So because then Goodell will, will so if they this, settle the this dispute. Is, this is what I've been talking That's about. What I'm this saying. game has been playing for so a while. If they really want a year, they're the going to still get, If they want a year, they're going to get a year. If they truly want a year, now, they're going to get Now, let me ask you this, though, Jay, because the NFLPA has already intimated that this would happen. Right. Even if Goodell issues a year, can the NFL is the NFLPA out of options? I believe or? they can appeal at that point. I don't know what good it's going to do, I, and that's why I'm saying like this is such. Well, they a want to sling process. mud, don't they? They want to they want to well, show inconsistency between the owner's punishment right. and the players. And if if Sue Robinson wants the NFL to start showing its cards in terms of past in, past investigations on Daniel Snyder, on Robert Kraft, on some of this stuff, 
that could cause the NFL to back off because the NFL does not like showing their notes. But they know no, that's coming. Anything. I mean, Jerry, to well, be fair, they did, they did boot Jerry Richardson. I mean, they did boot him. But I'm just yeah, saying the three prominent owners who have had clouds over their heads right. and the public looked at the final outcome of those investigations right. and said, wait a minute, what? Nothing happened. How they, is this happening? Nothing happened to Daniel. The, the fact that they call, say he's suspended is absurd. The His fact, wife's running the team. The fact that this is the first, such a high-profile yeah polarizing, energizing case is the first one under the system. Yeah. I don't think the NFL ever could have predicted that because this is a wild case to be the first with one a ton of attention. with a yeah. new system in place. I don't think anyone really knows how this is going to go. That's why I'm saying, like, I've said all along six to eight games. I am starting to question if I was low on that only because if the league really is pushing for a year, I don't see how they don't Jay, get let, it. let me ask you this because this is what I thought when I heard the news on Friday. Is it possible the fix is already in? And here's what I mean by that. We know that they both have big weapons aimed at one another, and they can do a lot of damage to one another. Is it possible the league got in front of all of this and got together with Deshaun Watson and Harden and the Browns, and they got all together in a room and said, here's the script to how this drama is going to play out. We, for public optics, need to look like we're coming down hard. We understand that there were no indictments and you guys are advocating for far less. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Punishment. Here's the script. We come out of the box and say indefinite one year. And Deshaun comes out on his side and says, we maintain no wrongdoing. We did nothing wrong. We want nothing. It goes to Sue. Sue recommends six games or eight games, and we find middle ground. If it's if she recommends eight, you guys want four, we come to six. Is it possible that all that is written already, and they're just going to play this out Tuesday and Friday and whatever? I would. I mean, I would never say never on anything. Obviously, I have no idea. Uh, that's little conspiracy theorists, but anything is possible with this. I just don't believe that you're going to get a. a U.S. District Judge to play along. And I I say no to that because here, if you know anything about professional sports and professional owners, especially in the NFL, they want you to know that they are the show. They run the show. It is not a player's league. So they're not willing to give Mm -hmm. up any policy. I don't give you nothing. I'm going to show you who's running this show. I'm running this show. I'm paying the bills. And that's how it's going to go down. Gee, you got to get in here. Buddy. She's anxious, man. I, I was I, you got to. You're twitchy. <laughs> I was just chilling. I was listening. No, to I know. But we did this by design because we knew that you're a powder keg ready to go off. <laughs> see, see. So here's how this way. I'm, I'm going to show you the way this plays out in regular court. If he gets an indefinite suspension, you, you got to look at this, man. You, you take a look and I brought notes with me. Now, the Players Association says, oh, well, this is how we plan. Let's just go ahead and put all this stuff on the table, then. Let me put it all out there, right? Uh, 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 do you know about the, the, the racial norming system in, yep. in, 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 in NFL, right? It's been in the media. Uh, when they use but- testing, it assumes that black patients start with worse cognitive function than whites and other non-blacks, makes it harder for them to show a deficit in quality of award when it comes to concussions, when it comes to any, any type of, of cognitive issues. But that's not new. That's been in the media. But here's how it works. We throw that in there. Oh, let's talk about Flores. Okay, Brian Flores. Let, let's read the transcripts of that, mm-hmm. right? Here you go. He, people tell him, we got the ruling rule. The ruling rule don't count. Bill Belichick accidentally telling them, oh, don't worry about it. You already got the job. Yeah. Put that on the pile right there. Then you go like, you go back and say, well, Deshaun Watson, right? If you guys were really interested in about really getting done what needs to get done and, and being tough on this stuff, how's about we just look at regular law? If I'm in a car, and you in a car, you decide to rob the bank, right? I was just a getaway guy, right? I don't have to. I don't have to shoot nobody. I didn't have to go in the bank. If he robs the bank, and somebody ends up dying inside the bank because of that robbery, you going to jail too. I'm going to jail. 
because I'm just as culpable mm -hmm. of Jason because I was there. So my point is, if Deshaun Watson is going in front of Sue Robinson, where's the Texans at? Because you told you're telling me all it takes is an allegation. They're now named in the lawsuit. They're there right next to Deshaun Watson. So how can you have an investigation when the Texans ain't there and they're named in a lawsuit? That just goes to show you they don't even care about that. So if you're going to say one, and by the way, owners are held to, held to a higher standard. So if he going to he going to court, where's the Texans at? Are they do they have to answer to anybody? So if I'm going, people don't think this is possible. Forget all that. you said action. We'll take action and, and they have recourses. I'm suing the league. And I'm getting an injunction put in and I'm going all out saying that this is systematic. I'm going to say you 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 got rid of Kaepernick Flores. Look at the look at the CTE and the war letters in terms of disability and now Deshaun Watson and you can name all those different things those owners are doing and guess what you could find a judge somewhere that says you know what damn it you know what we're gonna have to pump the brakes because that is the level we'll be talking about when you talk about it nobody wants to turn this in to a racial issue but if they push them and 70 percent of the players are black and you're you're condoning an indefinite suspension you don't think they're gonna go there because it's coming it's coming so just realize that if you want to sit here and talk, nobody can refute that. That's irrefutable. If allegations, all it takes for you to have to go in front of somebody, well, now the Texans are in the allegations, literally. So Deshaun Watson going, he going. They got to go. You can't have it both ways. Jason, respond to that. What do you make of that? The fact that, the, that now that the Texans are a great point. named as of 20 minutes ago, yeah, and it, it's an allegation, but that's all we have against Deshaun Watson. When does the Texans get disciplined? When when do the when will the owner be disciplined? When will their hearing be? Well, it's taken 17 months, 18 months, right, for Deshaun to finally go in front of the NFL. Yeah. So do, this, do we have to wait a year and a half for the Texans now? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I don't know that we can name the Texans on Monday and bring them in front of Sue Robinson. Yeah, Wednesday. we know it doesn't happen. That it fast. doesn't happen. No, that but fast. the only thing that the only thing that the, the difference is Watson was on a criminal investigation, right? Yeah. That's what held up his his his, his going. Well, that was cleared in March, right? But I'm just saying, yeah, that took a while, right? right? And then here, and I, I want us to at least come back to this. Here we are again. I tell you, in the beginning of the entire process, basically, right? right. Somewhere shortly after the beginning. What about the women, right? There was a case that was being adjudicated here, right? So there may be some people out here still haven't received any justice here because I'm sure there's some people in here that think that we are not anywhere near the finish line here, right? We're talking about a finality here. There's still some, four cases yes, pending. Yes, I'm sure. And here, civil and, and here, I don't know. I've said it for me. I don't know what happened here, right? And I said you won't know until it plays itself and out. That's why it's that's so crazy with giving punishments in the middle of something when you still got all this other information to go. You got four more cases, but it's just in it, it, it's it, it's not even a cover up. It's kind of like this is so disingenuous. It's crazy because if you really wanted to get everybody out there and be heard, you'd wait. Gee, how ugly is this gonna get? Crazy. It's gonna get real. Brad, you mentioned last time yeah. when we were when I was in one previously about uh, let's just put it out there. The black community yeah. is going to push back yeah. vigorously yeah. if this is a substantial suspension. Well, hey, let me tell you something. The black community has been discriminated in the country, this history of this country, uh, too many times to count, right? And so many times we end up just taking a stick because they give it to us, right? And at some point here, it's just like I'll I'll go to Kaepernick, right? You can't tell me there's a reason why Kaepernick wasn't on the roster, right? This is a rigged game from the beginning. It's been like that for a long time, right? And we always end up swallowing it, right? Well, this time, at some point, we're not swallowing it anymore, right? Is we this just, it? We just want. Is, is this? Is this it? Well, what we look for in our community is just this: give me fairness, right? I was talking to G backstage. Now, if, if they had done uh, Jerry Jones and Schneider the right way and adjudicated it the proper way, what would we say, G? We ain't got nothing got to say. Nothing, right? <laughs> I'd have been like, well, you you see what they did to the owner. Right. You thought you could get that? We have no ground to stand on. And, and by the way, in the Daniel Snyder case, there's not really any, like, 
in, in Deshaun Watson's case, he is disputing what the women are saying. Right. There's no dispute in the Daniel Snyder case. Like, they've admitted as an organization because Daniel Snyder, or I don't know if it was him specifically, but somebody from the, the Washington organization, I believe it was Daniel Snyder, recently put out a memo last week saying, hey, we've changed our practices. We've done this. and we." So they're admitting they did things wrong. I don't, yet, I don't know if that's an admission of guilt just because they've put safeguards in to keep anything but like in that this, from happening in this again. Memo, I don't think they've specifically, come out specifically and said, we were guilty of all the things that we've been accused of. But you're right. I mean, on its surface, yeah. if, it's like someone going to counseling that who's, is, is admitted they didn't do anything right. wrong. Well, That's why Deshaun if Watson If anything, they've come closer to, come to admitting than Deshaun Watson has. Well, when Deshaun said he, he's going to counseling, a yeah. lot of people were like, why are you going to counseling? Right, right, what, right. what have you done? You're trying to change? No, that was mis- that was misconstrued. Right. He it was later cleared up. He's going to counseling because he basically is traumatized and who well, would be the, the, by everything that's going on Jay, around him. Jay, the question is here. Right? Again, we talk about you talk about fairness and equity, right? Here's the deal, and they're not bad works. Here's the deal: the same road you're walking Watson down. Where were these other ones? They didn't get walked down the road. No, they didn't do a perp walk here. <laughs> they didn't do a perp uh, walk. The only thing we found out really, well, I mean, one of the things that came from the Washington investigation was John Gruden got fired. That's it. And I think everybody right. else was looking and saying, okay, wait a minute. So you were looking for one crime, right? investigating one organization, and the collateral damage was a guy who wasn't even employed by the league at the time. So the, the team was completely clean and free right. of everything that they were being investigated of? It's absurd to have an indefinite suspension based solely on allegations. Jason, it's absurd. To that point, yeah. I, I believe, and there's so much going on, you don't know, you're trying to put together through bits and pieces of different reporting. On one report I read that the league was only able to speak to a small number of the accusers. And then I, I heard, I read somewhere else, five. I don't, to I don't my know. knowledge, they've spoken to at least half. Yeah, I thought it was half. Half. At okay, I, half. Saw, I saw two numbers over the weekend. One was five, and one was a small number of accusers. It's, t- it's, it's my belief, based on half. conversations, that it was at least half. I Maybe that's half. bad information. Right. I just want – Daniel Snyder, to me, is a vile human being. He's unfit to be an owner in the NFL. He should be forced to lose his team. But I, I, I just – I want to make sure that, like – some of these allegations, and they are just allegations, but the allegations against Deshaun serious. are horrific. They're serious. Ejaculating on women? Like, this is disgusting. They're, they're serious. And I don't, want to, I don't want to come on a sports show and diminish Mm-mm. some of what's going on against him. And, Brad, I agree with what you're saying in terms of how the black community is going to react to this and some of the reasons behind why. I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been clear and transparent. I've got four daughters, right? And, hell, I wouldn't want none of it to happen if that happened to them, right? I said, but the process has to play itself out. The question is, who has the power here? That's the question. Who has the power? Because if you have a Snyder, a Jerry Jones, and down in Miami, the same. To to answer your question, the the guy who has the power is the guy that works for all of the owners. For the owners. You don't work for the players. And and so we know that there were steps taken by Roger Goodell to make the system appear more equitable. They named a black female mm-hmm. as the disciplinary officer. That's nonsense. If you want her to decide these disputes, give her the only and the final, final word. Right. But why players, in the world is this is this opinion because it's able all for to show. be appealed to Roger Goodell? Because ultimately, it's all for show. The players' association agreed to this, though. I know they did. Which I think yeah. I think they got they got snookered. I, I do. Well, in I fairness to the Players snookered. Association, though, what, what was their other option? Well, I wouldn't say. Well, I you, don't, you I, don't have to agree to that. I what their option was I was, let's I, just not work over here, this and, I'm and not, see I'm how not, ba- big I'm, of an I'm issue not this trying, is. I'm not trying to diminish uh, Sue Robinson being a judge, but I wouldn't settle for a patent attorney. I mean, a patent judge. I wouldn't settle for that. Let's just be clear about the situation. This is not, and we talked about the black community. This is a microcosm of everyday living. This isn't just as set aside. You look at this. According to statistics, since 1973, 53% of people that are on death row are African-American. You look at it. Nearly half the people currently on death row are black. You keep going. Half of the 2,947 people exonerated since 1989 have been black. 
when you talk about it, innocent black people are seven times more likely to be wrongly wrongfully convicted of murder than an innocent white person. It takes even longer to exonerate them when evidence comes forth. 13.8 years, which is 45% more than any other race. I think, G, the thing you're saying is here, we're not we're not saying that, uh, that we haven't done some things, right? But I'm saying we, what we're asking for is the, the, the system to work on behalf of... The system's rigged. Right. I think everybody on this panel can, can admit yeah. and agree to the fact that when you have the man who works for the owners being the final voice on right. disciplinary issues, even those involving the owners, I said this Friday, you literally have the employee dispensing punishment to his boss. Right. Let me, and all the bosses are rich go. white billionaires How is that who go? don't have to follow the same let, rules as the rest let of me, us. Let me tell you, in, in my other professional capacity, what happens, right? When, when, when there's a dispute, it goes to arbitration. There's mm-hmm. an arbiter, right? We both agree on who the arbiter will be, right? Right. And at the end of that case, whether that gets the union or not, what happens at the end of the case, that arbiter has a, has a, has a, a, a render of a decision. And their word's final. Right? And that's final, right? And I've walked away a few times mad as hell, right? That it didn't go my way, but that's how the system. You have works. to accept that's it. how the system works, right? But but this I, to, is to not, G's this, point, this, is this system that. is rigged. <laughs> yes. And if anybody thinks that the Players Association or Deshaun Watson is going to walk away from this, if the commissioner gets the last word and it's not to their liking, and they're not going to do anything about it, I think you said you said this yeah. all along. Both pl- sides have nuclear uh, codes. Uh, Watson and, and the they players the whole thing have down. to take this to court Tim, if they're not. Satisfied. I think Tim Couch is going to come on and weigh He's in. He's on yeah. now. Tim, Tim. welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I don't know how much of what we've discussed here you've you've been able to listen to, but obviously the big news is tomorrow is the big day. That's when uh, Roger Goodell and the NFL will get to pitch their side and Deshaun Watson and the NFLPA will get to plea their case and then ultimately Sue Robinson will decide. How, How do you see this whole thing playing out? Well, I think you guys said it um, exactly right. You guys have hit on all the points. Um, you know, I know the NFL is pushing for a year suspension from what I'm hearing, but, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be more six to eight games, um, you know, somewhere in that range. Um, you know, we'll see. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. And, um, you know, it's um, a lot of drama around it. And, um, you know, it'll be, a, be an interesting uh, interesting day tomorrow to see, uh, see what comes out of this thing. What would surprise you, Tim? What would, at the end of this, Despite what happens tomorrow, when the final issue is 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 made public from Roger Goodell, if this thing gets appealed, what would surprise you as too few games or too many? Uh, I think a full season would surprise me. You know, I, I think that's I think that's very stiff. Um, you know, I think um, you know the guy he didn't he didn't play at all last year. Uh, you know, six to eight games is uh, is is a long time to uh, to miss and set out. So I think. Uh, you know, if, I, if they actually gave him a full season uh, suspension, I think that would be pretty surprising to me. I don't, I don't really, really see that happening. I think it'll be a little less than that. But, uh, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And um, it's definitely going to be interesting. Tim, let me ask you a question. And this is player to player here, right? I, I remember how the NBA players were. How did NFL players feel about how the system is set up against them in the NFL? How does that, how, how do you feel? Because I know when the NBA had a problem, we band together. We walked. Right, we walked, mm-hmm. right, and that's how the the, the 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 tide started to turn in the NBA because we walked, right. How how did the football players feel? I think very similar. You know, I think um, you know guys will rally around Deshaun. You know, especially his teammates. You know, from what I've heard, he's been nothing but a, but a great teammate so far uh, since he's been to Cleveland. He's trying to get himself involved in the community. Uh, he's out there. Um, you know, he's not he's not hiding. He's a- answering questions. You know, after practice. Uh, you know, he's. He said what he has to say. You know, I think his teammates will rally around him. You know, I think uh, you know it's the same in in every sport, football or basketball, baseball, whatever. I think um, you know guys will will walk together and guys will support Deshaun and um, you know try to get him through this. I know it's an extremely tough situation. I can't imagine um, you know what he's going through. Uh, you know, it's um, it, it's got to be um, you know demoralizing. It's got to be embarrassing. It's got to be uh, a lot of things for him. But uh, you know, I think his teammate support system he has around him. Uh, will be huge for him and, uh, you know, getting him back on track, getting him in the right mindset and, and um, you know, getting him ready to play some football when, when the suspension's over. Tim, how much of a challenge do you think it is? And I don't even know if you know for sure because it's such a unique circumstance, but mm-hmm. like as the team is preparing for the season, I guess it in a way it's un- it maybe like similar to an injury, I guess, in terms of like right. you're preparing this offense and Jacoby Brissett, who's most likely going to be the week one quarterback, 
doesn't have anywhere close to the same type of skill that Deshaun Watson has. How tough is that on the other players, mentally preparing, physically preparing OTAs, training camp, eventually not knowing who your quarterback's going to be? I think it's extremely tough. I think that's a great point. You know, as they're going through these practices and they're seeing Deshaun Watson out on the practice field and they're seeing what he's capable of doing, you know, it's, um, you know, it's amazing. The, guy, the guy's a phenomenal football player and they're thinking, you know, we're going to be this type of offense with Deshaun in the game, but he's not going to be there. You know, obviously we don't know how long that's going to be, how long a period of time that's going to be. So, like you said, Jacoby is a completely different player. You know, they're not going to be able to do quite the same things that they're able to do with Deshaun. But, yeah, I think he is a serviceable guy. I think he can go out and and manage the offense. He's not going to be as dynamic uh, by far as, as Deshaun is, but he can control the ball. He can take care of the football in the passing game. He can get you in and out of the right plays at the line of scrimmage. He's a veteran guy. He's started games in this league. He's won games in this league. So I think they can win with him. It's obviously going to be much more uh, relying on the running game and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and those guys. And, um, you know, it's one of the best running attacks in, in the NFL. So, uh, you know, really they're, they're probably just going to ask him not to do too much, just not lose the game. They're going to rely on a great run game and, and playing good defense. Tim, I think when they signed Jacoby Brissett, they did so with the understanding that he was going to have to win some games for them in a the short term. If this turns out to be a year, we, we're a month out from training camp. There's time to pivot. Right. Do they need to go get another quarterback? You know, I think, uh, I, you know, it all depends on how they feel about Jacoby and what they've seen from him. And if, if they've seen, you know, what they were hoping to see when they brought him in, you know, if they really believe in him, then, you know, that's going to be your guy, depending on, you know, matter if it's, you know, six games, eight games or a full season. Uh, you know, if you believe in Jacoby, then, you know, you go ahead and you put him out there and you, and you believe in him and let him let him do his thing. But, you know, if you haven't seen everything you've wanted to see so far through through the camps and the OTAs, then, then sure, you, ha you have time to go out and get a quarterback. Absolutely. There's some guys out there that, that you could go get, you could trade for, you could do whatever. But, um, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it's all about, it depends on how the coaching staff uh, feels about Jacoby and if they think he's the right fit for the system. You know, Tim, you, um, you were in, in Cleveland when you were quarterback. Um, you had some times where you were splitting reps with, with another guy and, and kind of sharing, figuring it out. And you talked about it earlier, how difficult that was to, to kind of get a rhythm, um, to get, mm -hmm. understand, to get, get in the huddle and the guys, you know, have faith that you are going to come in and do what you need to do. In the case that Deshaun Watson gets suspended for a year um, or he gets suspended for a substantial amount of time, eight games in the preseason. Do you think the Browns should give Jacoby Brissett all the reps to get him ready or should they play Deshaun Watson um, some because he hasn't played in a year and in eight games he's right. going to play. But do you kind of sacrifice a little bit of Jacoby Brissett's reps if you're giving it to John Watson and you got to get him ready to play in the first eight games? What, 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 what is the mix um, with that? Where do you think they should go? Yeah, that's a great point. You know, I think, um, you know, for me, I would want to get Deshaun some reps just because he hadn't played, like you said, all last season. So uh, this is a guy who's, um, you know, he needs to get up to speed. He needs some game reps. Uh, you know, you can be on the practice field all you want, but there's nothing like getting out there in the actual game and uh, and taking some hits and, and you know, filling the pressure, filling the blitz, uh, you know, reading coverages, getting rid of the football. So I would give him a little, um, you know, some reps in the preseason, but obviously, you know, you have to, you know, give. I think we lost his mic. Tim, you might, uh, you muted yourself. Let's see if we get Tim back. I think we mute. Yeah, he got yeah, it. I think, I, yeah. I think he might have hit the wrong button there. Mm. All right, Tim's going to figure that out. He's going to okay. workshop it. His video didn't go. While, he's, while we're waiting for him to get that up, we can yeah. almost transition to a point that we were going to talk about anyhow, and that's, you know, you say, can they, is there time to pivot and go get another quarterback? We know that this has been a hot issue here locally. Most of the media says absolutely not. This is not going to happen. But again, we see Mike Florio write on, I believe yesterday, that if the bridge between Baker Mayfield and the Browns hadn't been completely torched, there could have been a scenario where they brought Baker back, even gave him more money, signed him to it, just rip up at the last year of his contract, give him more money, Promise that he, you're not going to pick up the franchise tag. So he knows it's a one-and-done situation. He, he thought that that could have happened and really doesn't even completely dismiss the chance that that is possible. What do we make on that report? Because I, I make the floor as that. usual is wrong. Um, we buried that a while yeah. ago. I thought. Yeah, I mean, this I, is very. <laughs> no, I didn't either. But most everybody in the net. Yeah. Most everybody in the media has completely trounced that idea. But to your point. Jay, if, if you're saying, should they go out and get another guy? 
So if you were to make a list, and you're the Browns, of all of the potential quarterbacks that you could get, and you put them down on a piece of paper, and throw all of them in there, okay. including Baker Mayfield, might Baker Mayfield be the best option? I mean, who's better no, than... No, Garoppolo would be the best option. At, at that price tag. I'll take Garoppolo. $25 million. I think he would. The, the Browns... You, you've been saying Baker was better. I think Baker is a little more talented than Jimmy Garoppolo. But you're going to pay... But, I, but I'd rather have... In this situation, I would much rather have Jimmy Garoppolo because he's already shown that he could take a talented roster mm-hmm. and get them far in the playoffs. Baker hasn't shown that. Jimmy Garoppolo shown that and done it twice. I know. I'm just. Uh, it's just odd to me that you insist that Baker is the better quarterback. He is. But you but would not take for this Garoppolo team. at seven million more. Yeah, the money's irrelevant. It's one year. You uh, pay seven million more to a guy that you don't think is as good as this. Well, I wouldn't trade for Garoppolo. I probably wouldn't trade for like I would just go with Jacoby Brissett. If if Watson's out for the whole year, the Browns are probably not going to the playoffs anyway, even with Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker or any of them, in my opinion, because the AFC is so loaded. But I don't if, think you can throw your hands up and say, well, I'm sorry, well, guys, we okay, tried. Fine. It's a bad look to the fans. So it's a bad since look you can't do like that, Clowney, who, you are then kidding. I think Garoppolo is the best fit for this I, team. I, I think Bulls, what Bulls saying, Baker Mayfield, as far as arm strength, arm talent, he can make some nice throws. It, when he's on, he's on. Uh, you can't take that away from him. The problem with Baker is when he's off, you almost have no chance to win. I, I look at two or three games. The, the 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 New England Patriots game, he threw for 71 yards. He threw four picks against the Green Bay Packers. He the defense against the Baltimore Ravens had five turnovers, and you couldn't get on you couldn't get on the board. And I, I you, those games, Baker when he's on, he he's he's his best top, is better than Garoppolo's best. 10. Yes, yes. But Garoppolo's not going to screw it up. He's he's not going to well, throw he, four or well, five. He's picks. done that. Jimmy's. It screwed up games before. Not five picks. Not four no, picks. No, maybe not five picks, but yeah. he's thrown some critical interceptions late in sure, games. Sure, and, so yeah, and so is Baker. So is Baker. No, no, no he but has, you're saying yeah. J- Jimmy's not going to screw it up. Not There's as a consistently body of as Baker. Shows he has screwed it up. But this is why, why this is so complicated, because I've had multiple conversations with people in the Browns, and if it wasn't Deshaun, it was going to be Baker. They were not interested in Jimmy. Like, Jimmy's been out there, yep. and it was made very clear to me they like Baker better. In a vacuum. Right, exactly. Before all of this. Yes, of course. I don't see any way to mend this at this point with Baker. So you may be forced to go. As an organization, you may like Jimmy less than Baker. But I I don't, personally, I don't think you can go into a season. Right thinking Jacoby Brissett is going to take every snap all year long and you're a player. That, to me, is a white I, flag. I, I if, have, if, 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 if Jacoby's the week one starter and he's going to be the guy for the year, they're waving the white flag. I have a guy under contract. and, I, and it, it, you, you must excuse me because I must be the only old school guy here because the, the owners I know didn't re- really wouldn't care, right? I got Yeah, feelings I, be damned. I, I've got you're Mayfield, under contract. I got Mayfield under contract, right? And I'm in need, right? And if they hammer me tomorrow, I'm not going. I'm not going to send up smoke signals, right? I got somebody in the hole here, right? And he got to come here when I say come or sit home and get no money, right? We, and, we, if you do that, you screw yourself going forward well, for next year. To your point, they Baker requested a trade and they denied it. How many people in any sport ever requested a trade? I want out of here. No, it happens. <laughs> and, it happens. and what they say, Jesse? Jesse, but I, I think you your going point, nowhere, your son. Sit right here. Very, I think your point's a very good one. In the old school. You had a contract. You were going to honor that contract. The Browns are in need, more so than when they traded for Deshaun Watson because they didn't think that this was going to oh, turn into a I think Jay, Garoppolo so gives this Jay, team a better chance to Jay, win than Baker. This team. But Garoppolo's not under contract. Yeah, it's not even that you're going to honor a contract. Let's bring Tim Cowboy. They, they have you over the head with that, right? And they say, right. no, you're coming. In the, old, <laughs> in the old days, that's how it worked. Tim, yeah, Tim. Tim, what do you think about all of this? I think that uh, I don't see any way possible that Baker is going to come back and play. You know, we all know Baker Mayfield, and he, he can hold a grudge, you know, pretty pretty well. So, you know, we've, we've seen him hold grudges going all the way back to college from media members that have said this about him or that about him. And he'll go back and forth, man, and he's – um. You know, he's, uh, he's an emotional guy. So, you know, I think that the, the, the bridge has already been burned between him and the Browns. Baker said what he had to say about the Browns. He feels mistreated. Uh, the Browns have said some things about Baker as well. So I, I don't think there's any way he ever suits up for the Browns again. I think he's willing to set out the season no matter what. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I would love to see him come back and, and play. 
if Deshaun is suspended for the year and just say, you know what, I'm going to be the bigger person here. I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to come out and I'm going to, I'm going to show that I'm healthy. I'm going to prove to another team uh, that I am I'm capable of being a franchise quarterback. And I'd go out and play, uh, you know, try to play, show that I can play at a, at a very high level. But I just, I just don't see Baker making that decision and being willing to play for well, the, the Browns. Browns have to agree to that. Tim, that Tim, to Tim, Tim, this is here. You, you, you know this well, Tim. The, the, they have said that before in this town. I watched LeBron James walk out of here and he was never coming yeah. back here, right? Yeah. And right. at the end, when it, when, when, he, uh, when it all came to, he came to back. the cut, we all walked, he walked back through this door. That was after four years, yeah. Yeah, four months. Now, Tim, I, I, I got a hypothetical here because I want to get into the insight of a quarterback, right? Because you can say you're going to trade an offensive lineman and he ain't got no recourse. It's, it's different. You guys are the ones throwing right. the ball, you're the face of the team. You go back to the Kelly Holcomb situation. He comes in, he plays in that Pittsburgh game. They lose a pick. You guys lose a heartbreaker in the Pittsburgh game, right? In the offseason, hypothetically, they come to you and say, Tim, we're going to ride with Kelly Holcomb. Um, we're going to trade you. We're going to try to get you out of here and get you to another place. They say it, and then they go about making him the number one guy. Something happens. All of a sudden, they're not, they, they can't use Kelly anymore. Would you then? Come back, or would you say, "Nah, man, I, I, you you had already traded I me. Mean, you, I, I thought you went in a different direction. I'm ready for a new start." How would you handle that? Because I want to know the psyche of a quarterback and how how that. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day you when they say you're no longer good enough for us right well that's pretty much what happened to me honestly you know um the year we went to the playoffs you know i uh started all the game most of the games i missed a couple you know for with injury or whatever but um you know i broke my leg in the last game of the year that we had to win against the falcons to get into the playoffs uh in like the second or third quarter of that game so uh and then you know kelly gets uh, plays a great game against pittsburgh in the playoffs and we come in the next year and obviously you know, I think I'm going to be the starting quarterback. I finally just, you know, got this franchise to the playoffs, and I think we're heading in the right direction. And Butch Davis tells me uh, we're going to go in a different direction. I've got a gut feeling that Kelly's the guy. He's going to be this and that. So, you know, for me, that was a that was a, a, a punch in the gut. You know, I, I just felt like betrayed by the organization that I'd been with from day one since 1999 when they came back as an expansion team. And now I finally got us to where we wanted to go. And an injury set me back, but I'm ready to go. I'm healthy. And uh, he's telling me I'm not going to be the starter. So it, it was very, very tough for me to sit in those quarterback meeting rooms and say I'm going to prepare like I could be in the game at any point. Uh, if Kelly goes down or if they make a um, decision to go in another direction, it is a very, very awkward situation to be in that room. And Kelly and I are good friends. We're still good friends this day. But, you know, when you're competing with someone for the same job and a coach is, you know, going back and forth week in and week out about you're the guy this week, you're the guy this week, and even sometimes within the same game, rotating quarterbacks in and out, uh, it, it gets very, very frustrating. And, um, you know, it definitely takes a toll on you mentally. And, uh, you know, but for me, I, I would be willing to go out and play. Uh, you know, that's what I did that season. I, when I, my number was called, I went out and played. I played in a uh, – started a Sunday night game against the Steelers. If you remember, we beat the Steelers 33-13 to 13 or whatever it was on a Sunday night game. Uh, you know, and I went out and played well in that game. So I had to prepare myself like I was going to be the starter, even though emotionally I was pretty frustrated with the organization. But Tim's that an adult. Is, that's the difference right. between Tim and Baker's not. And Baker, and, and Baker is and not. Tim got, I'm not. Tim's not saying this. I, I'm saying this. Tim got screwed by the organization. Yeah, Baker no did either. not get screwed by the, the, They put nothing around him. They had no protection for him. That was one of, if not the worst offensive line he we've ever seen. That's not the case with Baker. None of those things are true with Baker. No, but he still feels he still feels like he was disrespected. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. like Tim, he got the franchise to the playoffs yes. after a question. long drought. Yep. And so Tim is the perfect guy to answer this. But you've made this point very clearly. Tim is an adult. Yes. Baker holds grudges. Yes. You know, Tim, that was Tim's first point. He, he remembers the names of media guys in Oklahoma that Tim asked him still, questions he doesn't Tim like. Tim still, look, he's doing this show. He shows up in Cleveland. He could he would have every reason. We would all understand if Tim felt bitter about the Browns, hated yeah. Cleveland, all these things. Instead, it's the opposite. Yeah, because he's an adult. 
And I, you know, let's let, let me ask you specifically about Brad's point that look, there's a contract here, and mm-hmm. really the Browns hold Baker's future in their yeah. hands. Right. And so Baker may think he has the power, but at the end of the day, he's under contract to play for the Browns. And if the Browns said to him, we're going to pay you what we owe you and we expect you to be here for training camp because now we do have a need and you're under contract, we'll see you in July. What then? It's going to get real interesting, man. I tell you, it's going to be uh, – build, that would definitely build some drama. You know, I think um, – you know, I think for I think for Baker – Hard um, knocks. You know, yeah, exactly. Hard knocks would be perfect for this. But, you know, I think as far as the team goes, you know, I just look at it from a from a standpoint of his teammates. I think the teammate, the guys on the team still respect Baker. You know, guys like Nick Chubb has said things about how he respects Baker as a teammate. I think all the guys appreciate Baker and will welcome him back. It's, it just comes down to, you know, to, can Baker do it? Can he physically, can he mentally get himself to the point where he says, you know what, I'm going to let last year be last year. We're going to move on. I got one year here. I understand that. I'm going to go out and play the best football I can for this team, and I'm going to try and get us to the to the playoffs and show everybody that I'm a franchise quarterback again. And that way, after, when this year is over, I can go wherever I want. There'll be teams knocking down the door to sign me. That's uh, what they should look at. That's my mindset. If they, if they call me to come back, I'm coming back, and I'm coming back with a mission to be the best quarterback I can be. And there's let, 18 let, million reasons let me, to Let me tell you something. This biz, yeah. is, is this business as a player in any professional sports, there's going to be a day where they come knock on your door and tell you you're not the guy anymore. For me, it yep. was when they knocked on the door and said, Scotty is the guy, you out. <laughs> what do you mean I'm out? We just went to the playoffs. No, you're out. What do you mean I'm out? So, Tim, I, I understand exactly how you feel, right? You're like, what do you mean? I started most of the games of the season. They're like, you're not starting these playoffs. Well, <laughs> you come up the, you come up the bench these playoffs, even if you get in. Wouldn't that be the ultimate walk-off home run for Baker Mayfield, though, if he came back? Got his 18 million. Yeah. Used the year as a chance to show the other 31 teams that he can do this, and take take this team deep into the playoffs, and to, then say, Jay, "My guys, you have, I'm to, out. Be, you have to be a professional here, right? This yeah. is what, well, this is not this is not the little. No, league. No, 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 we no, just no. talked about not oh, punting no, no, the season. No, 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 You've got to get the quarterback that's best for them to win. It's not him. If he does that, see, yeah. we we missing it here. If he if they bring him back, and he takes this team. Anywhere near past the, it's a mess. the divisional round, right? <laughs> Say he gets to the AFC Championship game. Deshaun Watson is on an indefinite suspension. Do you believe people in this town would let Baker Mayfield get on a horse and get up out of here when they got a quarterback who ain't got now no, he, yeah, no then equity? He has, then he has the then power. He, then then no, he you can do whatever you he wants. Then, then they this, would have to you know, go back you know, and you know, offer Baker more money, and it would be the biggest thing. Listen to what we're but, saying here. Yeah, We've gone way off the hypothetical bridge. <laughs> but you know what this becomes? <laughs> My friend knows. Still this, a chance. Let me tell you what this becomes. The Bronx Zoo. The Yankees are. Yeah. yeah this is what this becomes. All that's missing is George Steinbrenner. Yeah. <laughs> to, you know, tell him, ask Tim. If, if, if you ask that question, Tim, if Baker comes back, he gets him to the AFC Championship game. It's a couple plays away, but he plays his tail off, right? They, he has no more contracts. Screw it. They go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's just go all in on this crazy <laughs> angle. Fun, right, right? <laughs> Do the Cleveland Browns move on for Baker Mayfield if he, make, if he, if he does that in this scenario? Oh. Do you say he come back? Well, I think yeah, I think no matter how well Baker plays, they're they're too financially committed to Deshaun Watson That's to right. even consider yeah. Baker Mayfield. You know, two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. Uh, they're going to put Deshaun Watson on the field at some point whenever right. he's allowed to be out there. So yeah. I think for Baker, it's just you know he has to look at this as uh, you know he's doing it for himself. You know, yeah. obviously he's going out to play I'm for the team, but this is, he's setting himself up for the future and trying to get on another team because this is Deshaun Watson's football team whenever he's uh, off the suspension. Tim, the Browns are throwing Baker Mayfield a bone. You don't always get a bone here. They're not, though. They don't want to throw him a bone, and he doesn't want the bone. Baker has never taken another snap for the Browns. That's it. It's not happening. Oh, my God in heaven. What are we doing? I've been trying to say that for two months. That'll be Cliff. Don't worry. That'll be Cliff. With the Browns, the one thing I learned a long time ago. You're going to take me to the state dinner. It is possible. You're going to take me to the state dinner. Lifelong fan. Seen it all. The one thing I've learned with this franchise. Never is, say never. The more obvious something appears, the more likely it is to not go that way. I know Colin Kaepernick should be their starting quarterback. Let's go down that road. No, I'm 
straight. <laughs> you don't want to go? No, no. No, why not? No, they ain't played in 10 years. <laughs> That's the worst thing that had. No. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I, I, I uh, will say, though, that would be. I it? mean, talk about talk about the ratings. I mean, that makes my life easier. You let Baker Mayfield come in here and start winning some games while Deshaun Watson is suspended. Bro, renew the contract now. Cleveland Sport, yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, hey, if, if you imagine a quarterback room oh with Baker God. Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, and whoever else. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tebow, Baker, Kaepernick, Watson. Yeah. See, Jason, the ratings out the window. Can wild. we get some, some excedrant for Jason? Right and Ryan Leaf, get him in there, too. Do we need to get too close to Keelan <laughs> back here in bourbon or whatever it was? I look at Jason, right? And I guess I'm tainted, right? I was on I was on the bad boy Pistons, right? Yeah. That locker room was a mess, right? <laughs> a mess. But when they hit the floor, they won. Yeah, they won. It was different. Yeah. Yep. But after afterwards, well, you talk about the Bronx too. There were Yankees it's a teams. Mess. There were the manager was fighting the Reggie, the star yeah. Reggie and and Billy, Billy were throwing hands yeah. in the dugout, but they won. They won. Man, man. Kim, who do you? I, I still believe that you know if you did trade. I think Jimmy Garoppolo of all the available options, if Deshaun was suspended for a year, actually gives them the best chance to have success because he. Listen, I don't know that he's the most talented quarterback on the face of the earth, but he has shown you with San Francisco that mm-hmm. if you put talent around him, he can find a way to win games. He's done it. You look at the Niners since he's been there. When he plays, they win. When he doesn't, they lose. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think he's probably the best available if you're going to go that route of, you know, bringing in a guy. Uh, you know, I think he's he's proven he, he can win football games, as you said. He's a, he's a very good player, in my opinion. Um, I think he's, um, you know, he's he's probably not as good as Baker. I agree with you. Uh, you know, on the high end, when Baker's playing at his best, I think Baker's probably a better quarterback. But I think Jimmy would be, uh, if you brought him into this situation with the type of running game the Browns have, that offensive line, Jimmy Garoppolo can win football games without question in Cleveland. If he's, if you want to go down that road, yeah. Um, you know, you know. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, he, he would be a great option if, Jay, if, if they wanted to go that road. Jay, if, correct me if I'm wrong. He's owed 25. His cap hit, I think, would be 26. The Browns could renegotiate his deal. Could it's they? not all guaranteed? I don't think. No, I don't think it is either. Yeah. But I, I think, I think his cap hit is 25. I don't see what's the benefit to him to renegotiate. Well, because he knows it's a one-year stopgap for him in that scenario. Sure. So I don't well, know. Just like Baker, though, he could, he'd have a great supporting cast yeah. to go prove to another team. If he got the start for the Browns the whole year, he's not going to get a better option than that drop. I agree, but I I don't know what his incentive would be to give money back. Because he doesn't know when his next – he's sort of like Baker. He doesn't know when his next big payday is coming. No, but it would be a long-term play, and and it would be like, like, you know, betting on yourself. Like Joe Flacco did with the Raiders. He rolled the dice and won a Super Bowl. Just like clown. Yeah, Yeah, I do. This is we're gonna ch- do a little change of pace real quick. Okay. But st- no, staying on topic. But I just want to change what Airfoils is sponsoring today. They're still gonna sponsor what the internet is saying. And as always, if you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at East Lake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, get a full paid benefit package. Paid time off and a signing bonus apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. And my question today, PCC. my question today is what Florio actually presented in that article. Just We didn't touch on this yet, and I'm curious what you guys take and, and yeah. Tim's take is. He said if Baker was to come back, they would guarantee him a little more money this year and then promise not to tag him next year yeah. so it's a clean break. Right. Is that – I know Jason just screamed into the microphone, broke his second mic oh. in three weeks on the set, but <laughs> – Sorry, it's the guys. second time he's done that. But Added is that tab. even remotely a possibility? And and that's kind of what the I'm whole Florio article answer that was premised and based on. You've, you've answered it? Hell no. I'm, I'm what is the internet saying? What the internet you? says, why is the national media continuing to push this storyline down our throats? See, we, we talked about that in our chain. Jason, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the national media pushes a narrative. I think they're writing about things they're hearing. Well, I'm talking to some same people, and I'm not getting the impression Baker's ever walking back in that building. It, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. See, this is the thing. It's even nuts. If you just said he was coming back, that's demonstrably false. But he's saying 
offer him a little bit more money. That's ridiculous. I said, why would you? We can't get, they don't think he worth 10 million, let alone 20 million. Yeah, give him a little more, Florio well, said. Well, that's, so. that's pretty much blood money. That's I you, wouldn't offer him you, We know you're mad at us. Crazy. We know you're mad at us. We'll give you the promise that we're not going to franchise you, and we'll throw more money at you if they throw three more million. Why would they have to make that promise? There'd be no chance they franchise him anyway. They don't have to give him a dollar. If they, you know why they'd have to? Because if yeah. he did come back and play, and he did take them deep in the playoffs, the Browns then could look at trying to avoid Watson's contract and then franchising Baker. Yeah. If you tell him you're not going to franchise him and you assure him of that, Baker knows it's a one-and-done situation. I get a chance with a really good supporting cast to show that I can do this in the NFL and perhaps get that long-term deal. Let, or you can go to Carolina, win four yeah. games, and then be relegated as captain clipboard. I don't know. I think, personally, I think we've beat this to death and there's nothing there. Nah, so have I, we, I, have I, we, I, McNuggets, how are we doing? Have we beat it to death and there's nothing there? Or are people no, well, us? I think with the Baker stuff, we have some uh, trade proposals we were going to save for oh, later. Yeah. Do we just want to do those now? And sure. Yep. And maybe Tim right. can give the opinion on who's got the best trade proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tim, Tim do you mind sticking around for two, three extra minutes? You're the GM of the Yeah, Browns. sure. Be glad to. Judge Tim. Yeah. We're all going to <laughs> give trade proposals, and we're going to let you, as the GM, pick which one you want. Sound good? Okay. All right. So and let me good. preface yeah. this real quick. Some of these very serious yeah. some of these very not serious well, so Tim, Tim, Tim put Tim. on your creative hat right. and none more serious I am 100% serious with mine by the way yes. 100% but we'll start with Jay and Jason because Jason I'll let you pitch it we have the same, same trade, trade proposal well we've been talking about it all morning straight yeah. up Jimmy Garoppolo for for Baker Mayfield I just think this makes a lot of sense <clears> both ways Jimmy G it's a one-year deal comes in and and my my thought behind this is if it's a year suspension for right. Sean now you've got a guy in Jimmy G who can get you to the playoffs. You're still a contender in the AFC. Baker gets a fresh start in San Francisco. Maybe he wins a starting job there. It doesn't sound like Trey Lance is ready. He may have a very long and productive career. I think this makes a lot of sense for both sides. And it, it sort of absolves each other of their headache that they have. Yeah, and I co-sign all of that. We did not talk about this. That, no. Jim, that was the exact trade that I had put together, too. So, Tim, sit on that while like G. That. Bush pitches I, I, his. I like that. I, like that. I would do that deal, though. Oh, oh, oh even over yours? Uh, no, no, mine's is much better. But <laughs> oh, look at that! Very okay. in depth here. Oh, so, look at G. Bush. So, so here's what we're gonna do, man. Uh, I, I like the fact that um, Teddy Bridgewater to me is a little more reputable than Jacoby Brissett. I like him a little more. And there's questions with the tackle. So Conklin's hurt. Wills is he was hurt last year, but it's, he, you know he got to step it up. So give me Greg Little can play right side or left side and be a swing tackle. You also get Teddy Bridgewater. Dolphins um, would then get Baker Mayfield, and I'll give them the fifth-round pick that we got from the Rams from the Troy Hill deal. That'll sweeten it, but they got to take all That seems like million. a fleecing. Why would Miami do that? Yeah, I, I don't know that Miami would do that. I think that... They, well, well, here, the reason they're why... They're all in on two still. Uh, well, right well, well, so they don't want Baker. I don't think... That's today. Yeah. You, you got... Now you, you got Tyreek Hill. You got uh, Jalen Waddle. If they come out here in the Dolphins and you can't hit Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, well, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't there. think Teddy Bridgewater is any better than Brissett so, personally. But I believe that Baker Mayfield is better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I agree. Take, I just think the Baker. Dolphins would hang up the phone halfway through that. Yeah. Well, I, hey man, it all depends on how you right. feel about Tua. There you go. Well, right. you know, mine is a little tongue in cheek. I think the scenario is what I told you it is. I said if I was this was Jerry Ryan's door for the Bulls, Baker Mayfield would be under center. It would be no question he'd be under center. <laughs> right? No question at all. Let's get to Louis Let's get to the game here, right? Baker Mayfield has been so devalued. <laughs> You'll be lucky to get two fourth round picks from. So you devalued. there's no chance to get that. And yeah. so I say trade him to Seattle, and then we can go down to the, the Pike Street Market and throw us a couple of fish. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. sure. Yeah. A couple of fish, and then we luckily we go uptown. That goes to knock off Louis Vuitton. Yeah. That's what the trade is. <laughs> for Baker all right. Now that listen. one was not serious, right? McNuggets. Tim, you said one of them wasn't serious. Yeah. That was it. Oh, Tim, see the next yeah. one. Tim, you gotta like that, baby. Listen, Tim. <laughs> I like it. I, like I, I got it. you taken care of here. These guys have all embarrassed themselves with these trade <laughs> offers. Let's get to the only trade offer. The only team that wants Baker. The Ottawa Rough Riders. Yeah, that's serious. Oh, excuse me, it's the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. There are two Rough Riders. The Football League. There are two Rough Riders. Here's what we're getting in return. Unlimited Labatt Blue. Okay? Uh, Labatt Blue is just a good version of all the American beers like Bud Light and Coors. Labatt Blue, much better. 
a five-year supply of poutine and all the contestants. I had poutine for the first time ever. Friday night celebrating my first day anniversary with my wife. It was amazing. It blew me away. We got to get, we need to improve security at Browns games. So we need three Canadian Mounties. With the horses. And one moose. The Browns are short on the de at defensive tackle. Now, there's no more good players left out there at defensive tackle. So let's just get a moose. Oh, man, it's they the gotta, let's the go. Throw them in there. He's the winner. Tim, who wins? Which trade are you taking? <laughs> Some interesting offers there, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Garoppolo straight oh, up for Baker. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Although the Mounties and a Moose would be nice to have. So, so, <laughs> Tim, you didn't want the Louie? Come on, no. Man. You didn't want the knockoff? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, Louis, that Louis Vuitton got a, a size 16 font. That, Louis, that would be as big as hell. Eh? <laughs> Can we what do a three-way deal to get the fish and the Moose? <laughs> yeah, I know. We, that would be nice. Uh, you know, I think what... That's what we all propose. Does anybody want to throw out there what they think will happen? Because I think he's going to Carolina. I think he's going to get tra traded to Seattle for a sixth or seventh round pick. That's what I think is going to happen. I think it's Seattle, too. I think, I think I Pete Carroll's looking at that and saying, I'm can, a Seattle guy. Seattle. If I'm moving, I'm moving him out, out my way so I don't have to see him in the line of sight anymore. Yeah, right? You don't yeah. want to see him in week one. Right. Seattle right. has the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. It works. Fleet. Pretty bleak. I don't really understand why they like for me. If I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, I don't understand why they wouldn't be on them to say, "Hey, just it's a take, free look. It's a one-year yeah. look. See it didn't cost you nothing." All right, Tim. Listen, thanks for uh, putting up with our shenanigans. You know, I mean, I, I'm sorry you had to hear Bulls trade proposal. That really, that's embarrassing. Um, and, and he owns it. He owns it. He owns it for sure. Tim, have a great that's week. Blue. We'll see you next Monday, my man. All right, man. See you, Tim. thanks, guys. Sounds good. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.